Coming up, rules for wedding guests, sleep coaching, used mattresses, and couture face masks on today's For or Against. Just old friends on the podcast, we build a defense on ridiculous topics are you for or against. Discussing random issues, man, the show is immense. So tune in and choose the side that you sit on the fence, man. We debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars. You're listening now to For or Against. So turn the volume up, this is For or Against. Hello and welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends produced by old friends. I'm your host, Mike McFadden. Joining me today are Robbie Silver, Mike Winand, and in for a vacationing Patrick Lothian, the lovely Courtney Mueller. Hello. Hi, Courtney. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? I missed this. We're, we're glad to have you. Yeah. You are much prettier than Pat. Oh, I, that's the greatest compliment one could ever receive. <laughs> Pretty objectively accurate, I would say, yes. <laughs> Thanks Nothing so against well. Pitt. He's got a lot of great qualities. He's got a lot of great qualities. Look at that beard. I mean, come on. Louis C.K. impersonation. Oh, Jesus. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> it's been well, mentioned several times before. I know. I know. And every time I hear it, I go, guys, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> well, as you, you may have figured, Pat's off starting the Halloween season early in his very own cabin in the woods. So thanks so much for filling in again, Courtney. What's going on with all of you this week? Starting with you, Robbie. Well, we drove back to the New York area where we reside full time, no longer in Chicago, and I'm currently broadcasting from our bathroom slash podcast studio. Exactly. So that's nice. It's a renovated bathroom. It was being worked on while we were gone and it looks lovely. We have an exposed brick wall. These are the kind of things that you get excited about when you're in your mid 30s. Yes. All we can see is the shower curtain, but it's a great shower curtain. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Good choices. Michael, how about you? What's going on in your life this week? Uh, You know, uh, usually for our anniversary, my wife and I like to take a a big trip. We've gone to Japan, to Paris, to Mm. Mexico City. Um, But this this year, this weekend, we're going to the Texas Gulf Coast. So uh, our plans have changed a little bit thanks to uh, COVID-19. But uh, we're still looking forward to, to having a good time and throw in our new dog in the water and see what happens. So so fun. I I did that once and the dog, we didn't get him or her deep enough. And so she was just able to touch the ground of the lake. (laughs) (laughs) So her head was just, just above the water and paralyzed in fear. (laughs) And they paddle and they paddle even when they're not in the water. It's the best. Just keeps going. What's going on with you these days? Um, I guess I was technically like, it depends on who you're talking to and how you feel about it. I was technically robbed. What? So like, what? yeah. So like, this will be a good spin for, you know, getting the audience's reaction. Yeah. So I, I know. So basically I was picking, I was doing some errands and I was taking out my car keys out of my purse and I accidentally as normal left my wallet on the ashtray of the garbage can outside because it was raining and I had a bunch of, important stuff in my hands. So Brian went to go get the car and pick me up. So none of it would get ruined. And then we drive to the next location and I realized I don't have my wallet. I called my uncle who was actually still at the place and um, he found the wallet. So I was ecstatic because Uh what luck. And then I I, I come home to get it and all my cash is gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were robbed. That counts as so, a robbery. Does that count as a robbery? It does. Yeah, it does. It's it's a kind Even though one, I'm though. an idiot? Yeah. Meh. <laughs> 
No, you no, all made the, the, the same face. You're like, you I'm, are, but mm. yeah, you are, but you still got robbed. I'm not as adamant about this as Robbie and Mike. <laughs> no, like, what, what do I'll you give do? it to you. You got no, robbed. Sure. Put, put yourself in the shoes of the guy who's doing the robbing. Like, yes. you find a wallet. Right. You have a few options. You could just leave it there completely. You right. could pull out a driver's license, try to find contact info to get it back to that person. You could take yes. it into the business to just say, hey, somebody dropped this. I'm going to leave this with you. Or That's what you I can do. take out all the cash and anything else that you find valuable and just leave it and go. That's, That's a, the part of it. That's However, a gentleman's my- theme. Because if they kept your ID and all that information, yes. it's a gentleman. You don't have so to I had my nice. ID. That's I have all my credit cards. However, <laughs> now, every, now everyone's getting in my head saying you need to call every single credit card company of yours because they might have just taken pictures. Yeah, agreed. I would do the That's same. Probably thing. true. Mm, I didn't okay, think about so that. we're all in agree. I don't think it's likely, but it. might as well. I'm sorry for your traumatic experience. Thank you. I'd <laughs> also like to share a traumatic experience, though. Thanks. I think. I'm the only one to blame for this. Um, I have an office chair and I was trying to make an adjustment on it. Where I had to take the seat off of like the pedestal. And when I reattached the seat to the pedestal, I didn't realize that there was like a right way and a wrong way. And <laughs> it turns out there definitely is because <laughs> the center of, uh, of balance uh, is, is skewed if you're 180 degrees wrong. So I leaned back and to our viewers, um, you're going to have to imagine this like so. I'm leaning mm. back. And then the chair just totally kicked out from under me. And Whoa. I replaced the wheels on the chair with rollerblade reel, wheels. They're like an upgrade. So it's like nice and smooth. <laughs> scratch my floor. They're really nice wheels. I'll put link in the bio. Uh, link in the, uh, <laughs> yes. in the show notes. Only you would do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, my brother told me about them. And I also then saw them in a YouTube video in the same week. And I was like, it's a sign. I got to get them. It's a sign. They're really, they're really good. But they're super spinny. Slick. Slick, and so I just totally (laughs) ate it. And in front of the students? No, I was not on. uh, Oh oh my gosh! I think such a missed opportunity for the students. (laughs) You would have gone viral on TikTok easily. They were in in a breakout room or something, and so I had to like, like I I hurt my (laughs) leg, and I almost crushed my dog. My dog was like right behind me, and that's the worst. This is a nightmare. Yeah, but you know what? Good news is uh, I did not crush my dog. My bruise will heal. No one cares yeah. about your leg my after students the dog. Didn't, no. We want to know student, about your dog. Right, my students didn't catch it on film, so I will not. Actually, that could have been really good for the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll wear like a four against t-shirt and then I'll, I'll do the prep. Do yes. it again by quote unquote accident. Yeah. Whoops. I don't think I because it hurt because I'm not... <laughs> not as light as I once was. And um, like, I've, you're not you know, 16. Ha- no, having um, <laughs> a 17 month old, the kid falls over all the time. Yeah. And there's a reason that children are that size because they don't have a lot of time to hit the ground. So they don't get that much speed. I get a lot more <laughs> speed. than my <laughs> So 9.8 meters per second per second. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Impressive. Did you know that? That was good one. Acceleration. Yeah, it's Glenbrook South High School. Yeah, physics class. Good work. The speed of acceleration on Earth. Well done. All right, now it's time to play for or against, where one of us will present a topic. We will analyze that topic, discuss that topic, nearly always argue about that topic, and then decide if we are for or against said topic. Courtney, as our guest, we'd like to have you kick things off this evening. Please take it away. 
I'm excited. So I just saw this and I ran with it. So a bride's RSVP card to her wed wedding has actually gone viral before this. She offered her guests better meals depending on their cash gifts. So like you're able to select like it's like one of four levels that would determine their dinner. So it's like from a roast chicken to a two pound lobster dinner. Um, and even like dietary restrictions were in consideration only if you spent more than a thousand dollars on the couple. And then there was this other article from like another standpoint where a bride sent out like kind of a jazzy thank you note um, because she received a hamper filled with actual marshmallow fluff, um, like Jolly Ranchers and like these like kind of biscuits. A lot oh, of things happening a, in a, the UK. Was it a loose like collection of marshmallow yes. fluff in the hamper. Yeah, no, it was, it was, just, it was just one. It was a jar. It was just one. It was a jar. It was a jar. Because that would really influence my position. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure you know your facts. So it um, sounds like a two-parter. Which one do we want to tackle? It's a two-parter. I well, I just want to say the biscuits and the cost of the wedding from the couple side was like a hundred bucks a plate. So the guest kind of came back and said, don't throw a party that you can't afford. So I was kind of thinking, are these kind of like the new kind of bridezilla, but kind of new normal? Are you for against setting kind of rules for weddings? Can I, can I just spit this back to you? Because there's a lot yeah. that just got said here. I want to make sure that I I know it's this. just a lot is happening in the UK <laughs> wedding industry and I'm all for it. Go ahead. Okay. So just to spit it back to you. The first yeah. one is yeah. where there is a bride and groom who on their wedding invitations and on the RSVP card specifically, it says printed out, printed out in a, yes. in nice writing, select which meal you're going to have, which is common at weddings. So you're going to have the chicken yes. dish, the steak, whatever, but yes. you get to choose based on how much your gift is going to be. If you give Correct. $200, you get, to choose chicken. If the you minimum is two fifty. Minimum is two hundred and fifty dollars. Was that okay. USD or is that like USAP? That is pounds. Or how? Do, what's the uh, the the? So that'd be like three hundred bucks. Oh. Okay, it's so that's a, that's a lot a of cash. minimum. That's wow. the, the first, minimum that we should minimum. get into that for sure. But just to finish this thought, so that's the first thing. The second, but thing, it's wedding shaming, like for or against wedding shaming. Is this the new normal? Okay. This is very open. I know Who it's kind of like my throwback. <laughs> I want Robbie Silver because I see his mind trickling. So the first thing I wasn't, the, the bride in the first one with the RSVPs for different uh, amounts of gifts, she claimed after the fact that it was a joke. Yes. But, but I read the writing. If that's a uh -huh. joke, she does not have a very mm -hmm. clear sense of humor because it was written in a way that was like, Give me lots of money, and if you want that, you'll get a better meal. Which and can is, I piggyback have, off of what you're saying? Like yeah. it costs, as you guys well know, monies to print out those cards. If it were like an evite, and it, like it kind of had like funny little lingo in between, or like at the end, say, "By the way, JK, JK, can't wait to get lit at our party." Maybe that I could buy it, yeah, but they're totally yeah. just like backtracking and being like. Oh, it's a prank. Just kidding. There was, there is, that was there, a real card. That was a real a re card. There's a, a convention for expressing sarcasm or, or, or jokes when you're writing something straight. And that's to use funny capitalization where like every mm -hmm. other word is capital. Like that's how we do that because yes. 
tone is lost. And so without that, how would one know that you're not just a monster of a bride? And there's and details in here about like vegetarian and kosher meals are available yeah, at you any level. You have to spend like, a thousand a dollars. That's not a joke. So yeah, let's, let's start a with- a brand if you don't like animals. Let's Go start ahead. with that. To be eaten. To be eaten. <laughs> the, true. The first part is, as you guys started alluding to, the gift levels are insane. The minimum mm-hmm. gift is up to $250, you get the basic meal. $250 to $500, second tier. $500 to $1,000 gift, you get a third tier. And a gift over $1,000, you get the platinum meal. Like, who is setting these as, like, okay, let me get back to my original point because this is just making me upset. But the truth <laughs> is that two things. When I, I'm somebody who got married and admittedly, when I got married, I had too many expectations of what I hoped my wedding would be. And in that process- You were a bridezilla. A, a little <laughs> bit. I don't think outwardly, but internally, I was like, oh, this is a big day for us. I want to make sure it goes as perfectly as possible. And I don't think that's an uncommon feeling, but I think brides and grooms would be better off if they just prepared what they hoped that the day will be like, and then just mm. be free-flowing about it. Because- things will go wrong things will go not according to plan and you need to be flexible because that's how you're going to enjoy the day the most i think the most important things are that you get married to the person you love and ideally you have a few close friends there that support you like i had a great fucking time at your wedding i don't think anything went wrong no i had an awesome time too and (laughs) by the end i was able to let go but i think there's this expectation where it's like (laughs) as as you're a bridezilla it's like i want things to be so perfect and so i guess this is going to the second link that you sent where the bride raged at a person who gave her basically a food basket, right? That's what it was. Like it had- Like a crappy food. Let's be honest. Cra- it was kind of a it crappy food fine. basket. It, that's but fine. it wasn't even a- It was a hamper. Everybody needs a hamper. But, but the bride specifically said to this person who gave them a gift, <laughs> hey, I gave you an amazing meal and you gave me a shitty gift. But that bride is thinking about it all wrong. This is not a transaction. Like mm-hmm. you are throwing a party to celebrate. You should expect zero gifts. Of course, it's customary to give a gift. It's lovely to give a thoughtful gift, but this should not be like, since you got a steak, you need to give me a gift of at least $100 value. Like, that's not how this works. It's just go in with low expectations, spend the amount of money you want to spend on your wedding, and don't expect that you're going to get anything back in return. And then whatever you get back is bonus. So, so you're against this woman in every relationship. <laughs> yeah. And both. Both couples. Both. And so is the topic against bridezillas controlling their weddings? Is that what the topic Wedding is? Gifts. It's like, yeah. I guess, control gift or gift expectations. Expectations yeah. so for against, weddings. So against it. I Get rid of all expectations uh, and just go with the flow. Mm, love it. Wine and go. Uh, I think some people, when they imagine their weddings, um, they think uh, <laughs> if if you think that somehow you're going to break even from because of these wedding gifts of mm-hmm. these uh, of your weddings, don't understand the military industrial <laughs> wedding complex. Uh, I had everything is more expensive because you put the name wedding on it. A cake yes. is more expensive because it's a wedding cake. A, a room is more expensive because it's a wedding venue. Everything becomes instantly five times more expensive. I and Flavia thankfully had had some very generous help from uh, our, our parental figures, but you're going to lose money um, and you're not going to make it up from gifts. The gifts are just... Uh, uh, something that people are trying to show you uh, appreciation. The fact that these people have not understand the very fact of what a gift is 
uh, makes me against them as people. So I'm against this. Agreed. I'll give you one example. Uh, I have a good friend of mine who uh, didn't give me a gift at my my, uh, wedding. He brought it up several independent times. I said, don't worry (laughs) about it. It's not a big deal. You actually weren't the only one. Um, But then when he got married, uh, I gave him the gift of not giving him anything. I released him from that burden. That was my gift. He no longer has to worry about it. You're even. Uh, we're even. That so, is so funny. The only time you're right. I've never right. given a gift before. You, you could have given him a check, but <laughs> he's better off not getting anything from you. You're exactly yeah. so right. Exactly. I totally so, would have given sleep him. At night. I totally would have given him a huge check. Just <laughs> held that over him for the rest of his life. I released the burden, but his wedding was one of the, the greatest events of my entire life. I've never had Aww. more fun, and that's what weddings are about. They're, they're a celebration. Not giving gifts as you and said, having fun. The gifts are an ancillary part. Be prepared to be paying off <laughs> to have that wedding uh, uh, more expensive than you possibly have planned for. And if yes. you don't want to be, if you don't want to come out like on the short end of a wedding, then just don't have as don't much have a gift. Of a wedding. Yeah. Or don't have a wedding. No. Yeah, McCann. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump in here now. Um, I, now I do believe that this conversation is slightly more nuanced than we are are, are posing because I do believe in in certain parts of at least the United States, um, there are regional conventions as to the expectation for what type of gift you should give if you are going to attend. I believe that in some parts of the country there is an implicit social contract that says if you accept this invitation, then you're going to at least cover your plates. Now, I'm not here to judge whether or not that is right or wrong. I'm just saying that I do believe that that is a thing that exists. It is. Now, and so the, the, the problem that I have, though, is that that might be the implicit social construct that exists. But if somebody defies that by not paying their air quote fair share, the only recourse you have is to just be bitter um, to them in private, <laughs> like for the rest of your life. Like you can't outwardly express your disappointment because then you're a monster. You should do what normal people do and just hold a grudge against that person <laughs> in private with your spouse. That's why you get married is so that yes. the two of you can be upset. At- Shared enemies. Yes. <laughs> that's the joy of the wedding, which oh, is that's why itself- you guys are married. <laughs> uh, no, I know I get it in itself a, a gift to, to have. Um, so I, I, I can't be as against as I think some of you know my, my compatriots here on the show are. Um, now I, I do want to uh, approach the gifter who gave mm-hmm. the, the hamper of food. Like, don't go off the registry. And if you don't buy something off the registry, give them cash. cash. <laughs> because they probably don't need that hamper. And like you just did grocery shopping for them. That's not even good grocery shopping. Yeah. It doesn't so, even go together. I'm kind of against that person. Um, no, but I'm, I hear what you're saying, but I'm more against the bride's response to that person. I'm more against, yes, I'm definitely more against the response because again, if somebody does go off the registry, your job is to say thank you, write them a note and, and then, Occasionally, that off-registry gift is, is really good. We actually uh, receive some off-registry gifts ourselves, but it's a big gamble. If you're going to be the it person is. that's like 
giving something to the people like because again it's this weird implied social contract construct that exists where it's like hey we're coming we want to get you something and it's not going to be a surprise because you've literally made a list of all of the things that you need to start your life together as a married couple like that's how we do things here in the usa i don't know if it's exactly the same in the uk where this article originates but uh i I guess both articles i'm i'm against that i guess or or for it i've lost track so are you for no i know this is a this is a long-winded one are you for it if the gift off the registry is in fact awesome yeah yeah and uh okay of course (laughs) it's like do you want awesome things in a sense there's a tier of your for or againstness yes this is a very nuanced conversation with many different uh areas to explore. Uh, Courtney, could you round us out here and, and give us your final Yeah. Thoughts? So I, for like the first wedding, I would, like a lot of people are saying, I would fill out either the cheapest just to see like what garbage like of humanity mm-hmm. would be at this wedding, what would unfold, like who would get the lobster, who would get the chicken. You can judge accordingly. Um, or no, I you've got to go for the most expensive but I would meals also because that's the lie. person that yes. you don't want to be friends exactly. with ever again. So if it's ever again, this would be, this would be like literally a, a partying gift, <laughs> quite literally. So like I would go for the most expensive. I would get that two pound lobster with a souvenir champagne goblet included. Um, but I'm against it's in like insanely priced gifts coming. By the way, the person like an IOU. This was not a joke. Party in the first place. This was not a joke. You don't gifts of any kind. You don't write plus souvenir champagne goblet as a joke. Like it is a real joke. Unless everybody, unless everybody got a souvenir champagne goblet when they attended, yeah, as a surprise. Like (laughs) maybe as a surprise, they're like. It was a goof, but most importantly, it kind of goes back to like old wives tales or old, you know, beliefs for weddings. Like you were saying, like they do have this feeling of, you know, if you go to a wedding, you should be prepared to spend X amount to not, it's not like you owe them, but as like a- Being gracious. As being gracious, yeah. So like, but I do believe Strictly, and maybe this is because I'm single, and hopefully the um, marriage will be coming about of some way. Um, oh, I only, <laughs> I only believe that uh, in the old wives' tale that the bride should be the only one wearing white because I'm here. Yeah, that would be absurd to wear white <laughs> a white dress. Course. That's insane. I saw my mom wearing person? a white like kind of jumpsuit at my cousin's wedding because we like. Ooh, that's such a good And I was like, Gloria Mueller, what the boundaries? She's like, what are you talking about? It looked great. I was like, you were in off ivory. I would have murdered you. (laughs) If you get into this jumpsuit, jumpsuit it's a jumpsuit. (laughs) Exactly. It was actually her old (laughs) it was actually her old uh, wedding dress herself. But you know, that's another story. But prepared to jump in there if they're if they needed an understudy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Um, just happy to hear all these old married men share their qualms <laughs> about new wedding possible traditions. So thank you. And, and thank you for Pat not being here so we don't have a sound effect because we're all against. 
Michael, let's move on to you. What's your topics for us, uh, topic for us this week? Yeah, so um, I think like a lot of people uh, during, um, during this COVID pandemic that's changed a lot of our, our lives, uh, having a little bit of trouble getting to the routines, one of those routines being sleep. A lot of people have, have reported, um, and, and you've seen it in the news, um, and anecdotally that, that people are having trouble keeping to the regular sleep schedule. So it's become very popular are uh, personalized sleep coaching and sleep supplements made just for you. So I've sent you guys to a website called getproper.com, which is mm. one of these mini uh, websites. It's a very nice, very hip looking website where you can get someone to teach you how to get one-on-one coaching on how to sleep and then recommend uh, a formulation to you that uh, that will be best for you and your individual needs on how to sleep. I'm curious as to what you guys, is this a money grab? Is this something that, that, uh, that is um, a little, a bridge too far because br- sleeping is literally something we all do every day? Uh, or is this something um, that could actually help people? Uh, Mike McFadden, I'll start with you. So, you know, I don't think that this is something that I would use. Um, and as I was thinking about this, I, it reminded me of um, actually a, a Tim Ferriss article that I read at one point about like, if you're, if you're trying to, um, you know, make habits in your life, there are certain like hacks that you can use to, to make those habits more likely to stick. And so uh, there's the, the, the sunk cost of paying for something is going to make it more likely that you're going to do that thing in many cases. Mm. Now, I think the entire fitness industry relies on the fact that in the long term, people abandon their gym <laughs> memberships. And that's <laughs> why so they can offer $5 gym memberships because also 100% known as of February, people... the month of February. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, I think, um, you know, if you can if you can do something that doesn't really make sense, you know, I don't think that having a coach is going to really make you like tell you anything that you don't already know. Like they're going to say, put your phone away. Like don't look at blue light. Um, an hour before bed, start winding down. Don't eat before, you know, you go to sleep, like all the things that everybody knows, but because you've paid a coaching, you know, expert, you're probably more likely to want to believe that you haven't wasted your money. And so you're going to follow them. So you're mm-hmm. sort of tricking yourself into getting the benefit of the product. But in the end, I think that it's mostly just snake oil and I couldn't ever do it. I'm personally against it, but I understand it. And so if you're having trouble sleeping and this helps you, then I'm, I'm for you doing it. But me, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I, and I also think that you're going to pee out all of the supplements. Courtney's got her hand raised. <laughs> well, I just want to piggyback up on that because I think it's perfectly explained through you. It's more of like an accountability coach. It's not necessarily a doctor that I was reading into. There are doctors. I saw that. But it's more that like you can get a sleep coach. And when I hear coach, I think of like AYSO, like any parent can do it even like the angry ones who think their kids are going to be olympians at like 
13 and I got the giggles. I'm not going to lie. So I didn't do too much research into that solely for that. Were so you like, envisioning for, someone's dad yelling at you to sleep better from the other? Like, 100%, 150%. So like I'm for trying anything to better yourself, you know, i.e., you know, especially for people in your 30s, if you have kids, insomniacs, I have insomnia, uh, the works. But like, I just could only imagine, like you were saying, like, just a grown, like maybe slightly overweight man, just like huffing and puffing, like breathing, watching me sleep. And that's like, not what this is. So it's over Zoom. It. I know it's not. <laughs> and but then I'm just they prescribe, saying, like, well, don't prescribe, but they give you a suggestion on what kind of yes. supplements would be best. It, it says that they are board certified coaches, but which board? <laughs> board. Where's the board? Exactly. So when I see coach, that's all I can think of. So I, I'm thinking of like a creepy guy staring at me, which it can only affect my sleep for tonight. So thank you for that, Michael. Um, but I'm for trying something to help you in the sleep affects everything, which Courtney, it sounds don't like necessarily know. It sounds like you have some youth sports trauma that you still need to work, <laughs> work through. No, because I sucked. I sucked. Somebody I told you that repeatedly, it sounds like. Yeah, it was my father. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, but I sucked. And I always wanted to have my dad. My dad would literally make up, like, how many times I kicked the ball, even though I was literally just, like, scratching my ass and, like, doing cartwheels on the um, defensive line, if you will. Um, but she, he would literally be like, Courtney, did you know that you touched the ball? You kicked the ball like six times. And I'm like, six times. That's like, that's ice cream party. And he's like, let's go to the park. You know, that was my childhood, but like I did secretly, he was a wonderful coach for all sports. But I was just saying, I did kind of have that PTSD where I do remember a friend where the dad would literally run down the line and be like, you go get it, you tear him off. And we were in first grade. So I just want to end with that. I'm for trying something to help you. All right, so we got a four. Not that guy. How about All Robert? Right. <laughs> I keep, I'm going back and forth. I think McFadden, you, you had a nice nuanced explanation that resonated with me. On I one didn't. hand, no, no, you didn't. <laughs> uh, not even close. <laughs> So sleep is super important. I think we're realizing that now more than ever, your sleep takes up, if you do it right, about a third of your life. Um, there are major health benefits to getting good night's sleep consistently every night. You feel good, you know, lowers anxiety, lowers stress, improves productivity, and improves your relationship with others around you. These are all really important things. But on the other hand, just like McFadden said, set a routine and stick to it. You know, go to bed at the same time every night, sleep in a comfortable spot, turn off the lights, turn off your phone. Like these are, it's more just about discipline than anything else. We know what to do. And so, ah. Uh, you don't see it as an accountability coach in the grand scheme of How that? about these supplements that they want to give you? How do you uh, feel so, about Okay, these? you know what? Those are good. Those are you good. Ju you just clinched it for me. I agree with McFadden. You're going to pee out those supplements. It is hogwash. They're there to just... There, there are benefits yes. to certain supplements, like mm -hmm. melatonin, melatonin. Does, does make you drowsier, things of that nature. But I'm not going to buy into this, whatever secret concoction of supplements that they say is going to help you sleep better. So for the supplement part purpose, I'm against this. And I think you all just got to put your head on the pillow and go to sleep. 
That's it. Yeah. If you look at how their business model, they're actually offering coaching for free, at least your first session, yeah, if you subscribe first. to their supplements. And mm-hmm. so like, they know that there's no value in the coaching. Do you guys watch Shark Tank? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm obsessed with it. Like very un, like ungodly amounts of it. And Mark Cuban would throw up all over these guys pitching this idea because he is so, and I love this for, I don't want him to like shit on people's dreams, but I do also like the fact that he's like, you're pushing a non necessarily legal product that's yeah there's the been, fda hasn't proven the FDA, anything it hasn't proven anything but you're saying you're going to lose weight you're going to sleep eight hours you're so i was just kind of channeling my inner mark cuban plus accountability coaching plus mr Rola fill in the blank um at aiso camp so <laughs> i just i just want to make sure mark cuban knows and here's that I listen to him and I appreciate his opinion. He does not listen to this, this podcast. Company. I promise you. I think he does. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, Cash we got him. See what happens. You got we, David Blaine. Got David <laughs> Blaine and that Luminati's Pizzeria have both Woo! liked our posts. So yeah, that's yeah. right. Mark Michael. Next. <laughs> Michael. Round this out. Yeah. <laughs> have we, have we helped you form an opinion? Did you, you have, have you, you guys were my sleep coach coaches and I really appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, I, I think you're up. right in that. Um, th- at the end of the day, we all know what is important. And, and I tell myself every day that I'm not going to bring the phone in the bedroom. And that's, that's where it is every, every morning. And, and so I have nobody but myself to blame. I think you're, uh, these supplements in particular, they they have different supplements and this is true, not just for sleep, but for, it's a, it's a big fad of, of personalized supplements that are different for mm-hmm. you than other people but we're we're all not that different <laughs> so uh, i think that this company <laughs> they is, all don't work equally <laughs> yeah they all don't so maybe you're right yeah they all don't work equally i too am against this is a very very negative episode uh with that's eight against i think so uh <laughs> Courtney was like i'm really sorry i brought the yeah, whole a lot game of down. a lot of those against were trauma informed though so <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, well i think that wraps up that particular topic now it's time to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor or Against is brought to you by Bye Bye Liver, the party card game. Based on the long-running hit play of the same name, Bye Bye Liver, the card game is a mix of classic party games like Would You Rather, Never Have I Ever, and Most Likely Two, as well as some new games straight from the Bye Bye Liver writer's room. Both the original game and the expansion pack, The Deck Too Far, are available at ByeByeLiver.com. Use promo code FOA at checkout to save 20% on your purchase. As part of the sponsorship, we've been asked to play one round of Most Likely Two. This week, I will present our scenario. Is everybody ready? I'm ready. Yes. Ready. Who is uh, of us most likely to end up with a timeshare after trying to get a free vacation? And I'd like to start with Robbie, then we'll go to Courtney, and then Michael. Oh, wow. Uh, well, out of the four of us, I would say the most likely to do that would be Pat Lothian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, after attending a Russell Brunson convention, <laughs> he's walking Smoke away with the timeshare. But it's a great deal. Like, you can't lose. Courtney, Courtney, what do you think of the four of us who's most likely to end up with a timeshare after trying to get a free vacation? Well, if we're strictly only doing the four of us, like on this podcast, I 
have to second and go with Pat Lothian because I think he's <laughs> gonna he's gonna walk away from that treehouse and being like, it's an incredible deal. I can't wait to share it with you. And you know, there's a tree right next to it. Just calling for your name, guys. Yeah, it's gonna be Pat. Michael of the four of us, who's most likely to end up with a timeshare <laughs> instead of a free vacation. All right, so we're just doing the four of us here. Just on the, the four of us. Only just the four. Us. Robbie, Courtney, this me, you. This episode. Most then it's likely. got to definitely be Patrick Lothian. <laughs> um, I could see that. I could yeah, see that. I, I mean, I could also see. Hear that. me out. Yeah, it's it's uh, he's he's the type of guy who he's such a nice guy. If somebody starts. Uh, you know, telling the the benefits of of a timeshare, he's he's he can't have he doesn't have the wherewithal to say no. You can't you're really no. lo- you can't. You're no. losing you're losing money if you don't take the timeshare. <laughs> and so, really, now it's now it's my turn of the four of yeah. us: Robbie, Just Michael, Winan, me. I gotta say, Patrick Lothian. <laughs> I think Definitely. you're right. I think it's <laughs> a good point. End up with the timeshare. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Bye Bye Liver, for sponsoring this episode. Check them out at buybyeliver.com. Use the promo code FOA to, at checkout to save 20%. And we're back. Now it's time for my topic, uh, which uh, is like some of my positions today going to be fairly nuanced. The, the general topic here is buying a used mattress on Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, offer up any any secondhand, uh, you know, mattress. Okay, so Robbie is <laughs> leading us off with his position. He is for it. <laughs> so, so that's sort of the, the general the, the general topic. Um, and I'm going to start things off here because I, I want to state my position to try to sway you before you take your position. Um, because this actually comes from personal experience. When I was out of college, my first mattress (laughs) was a secondhand mattress and, and a lot of people, yes, were as disgusted as Courtney is pretending, uh, or maybe not pretending as is outwardly pretending there (laughs) sincerely disgusted. But I had just spent four years in college where I, you know, had spent uh, a lot of time in a dorm room on a mattress that who knows how old that was. I also uh, played a traveling club sport where we went to hotels frequently where I slept on those uh, mattresses with with no qualms uh, at all. And the number of people that must have mistreated that mattress in college and in the hotel must have been several orders of magnitude greater than the one individual from whom I was purchasing my secondhand mattress. So I'm not here to say that one should go buy a secondhand mattress, though you can get a great mattress for a good deal. Um, I'm just saying it's not as gross as what people do all the time without batting an eye. So I am for buying a secondhand mattress, provided you go and you check out and make sure that the person you're buying it from, you know, doesn't smell. Doesn't have scabs all doesn't over his body. They don't have a cloud of fleas hovering around their head. Right. It's not like Linus you, from Peanuts. <laughs> right. If you look at it and you're like, mm-hmm. that seems, you know, 
pretty clean. It's probably cleaner than the hotel mattress. And then you take it home, you spray it with Lysol, you vacuum it, you hit it with a broom and make sure that there's no dust particles coming out of it. I am for buying a, uh, a secondhand mattress. Quick spoiler, my spouse was not <laughs> <laughs> me buying this um, and was not pleased when years later she found out that she had been on occasion sleeping on said secondhand used mattress and even more displeased when she found out that I had committed my family to secrecy uh, because I needed help moving the mattress and you know mattresses are hard to move um, so let's start with Michael Winan because you seem to have a strong opinion here okay Mike uh, please tell me that you're not in consideration of ever doing this vile act again <laughs> Uh, well, now that I am married and all mattress pur- purchasing decisions uh, have to be, um, you know, made okay. with my spouse, I will not be in the market for a secondhand mattress. Okay. I'm just saying, if I was 22 again and I had no bed and I needed a bed, <laughs> right? Probably so, do it. <laughs> so, let's set aside people who don't have the means for a new mattress. Mattresses are expensive. Some things that maybe some mattresses are unnecessarily expensive. Uh, Many of them are expensive for reasons, but, but we'll set that aside for a moment. If you're somebody who's unable to, to, to get a mattress anywhere else. Um, This is a horrible, horrible idea. (laughs) Um, And I will let Rob or Courtney talk about the health issues that could be associated with that because there are several are I'm sure that could go on go for that. Uh, but there are, my wife prescribes to a philosophy of cost per use. And, and I really lo- I like it a lot. I'm is familiar. that easy things, to justify slow fashion that way? Yes. So the things that, that you should spend your money on are things that you're going to use often. So the number, the cost goes down. We've just said in our previous segment that you spend a third of your entire life on one of these things. If -hmm. you're going to splurge on something, I cannot possibly think of a better thing to splurge on than a mattress. You should spend as much as you can afford within your means because it's very important to sleep well. I myself have a Casper mattress. They are not yet a podcast sponsor for us, which is strange. I thought they sponsored every podcast. I thought we just got the check in the mail, uh, but it is, it's a, it's a fine mattress um, and, and, uh, and improved my life. If you can afford it, get a mattress. And I also will say, if you have the means and you're a married people, get a king size mattress for two people. It's the only size mattress that is, that actually fits two human beings. Um, in any meaningful, like comfortable way. Um, that's my position. Can I jump in here? I, I just want to push back on Winan for one second because <laughs> I, get, I agree with everything that you just said. But I don't like you. <laughs> but as somebody who has stated several times on our show, you love to travel. You stay in hotels where yes. you're sleeping, not just on like a used mattress, but a heavily used mattress. Like every night someone else is sleeping on it. Is the secondhand mattress yes. less gross uh, than that? 100%. It is 100% grosser. It's grosser? So one thing, you do some things in a hotel. Think of the things that you do in your home. Like what you do. How many? <laughs> Definitely. 
<laughs> you definitely treat your hotel mattress uh, worse than your personal mattress. I mean, it's or it, others uh, do. <laughs> the wine might be right because you have you have more time to really like dig marinate in there. Yeah, yeah. marinate. Yeah, with it. one person does, but there's just as much time being spent by thousands of people. Yeah, but you got to bring up bed bugs. Who's gonna do it? Mm. I'll do it. Uh, okay, go, Courtney. Uh, yeah. Okay, take it away. I understand you have a thing about hotels now. I never knew this about you. So glad I'm learning more. No, I don't However, have a thing about it. I'm just saying that the used mattress is not as gross as the hotel mattress. So yes, if you're, you're okay staying in a hotel, hotel mattress, you should unless be fine sleeping like, in a used mattress. Unless you're like some rich socialite living in, you know, the penthouse of the Everybody hotel, like the Beverly Hills Hotel. Wedding yeah. <laughs> yeah, giving you at least fifteen hundred minimum to get that, you know. Oh God, they wouldn't dream. But <laughs> you're not spending a long period of time, and there are like actions to take yourself to make sure you're not increasing your chance of I don't know, bed bugs, hanging out in other people's dead skin like mold, mm. urine, blood. Someone could have gotten murdered. You don't know that and you bought it and you slept in it with your future wife. You're not buying a murder say? mattress. Well, you, you know? don't know that. You don't know that. It was a real clean <laughs> murder then. Like they did it real. Well, maybe they bleached practiced. it. Maybe they style. bleached it. But I, I'm for buying stuff secondhand a hundred percent love it love my consignment shops be it clothing be it furniture whatever facebook marketplace just had a private conversation with you about this mike i yes. got great tables could not be more excited because i got a deal however when it comes to a commitment it's like dating you need to find the right one it's the same with when you're buying a place when you're staying in a place you need two good things. You need a good mattress and you need a good couch. Good TV would be a close third for me. However, those are the two things because you're sitting on those the longest. Cost per use. However, cost per use. Exactly. So spend your money wisely. Don't be a moron. And sorry. And like put your money towards, I get it. Believe me, I'm poor. I can attest to not being able to afford certain things in life however it's like you got to be like smart poor <laughs> and like delegate your money to different things where other people i don't know haven't had a lot of coitus on it after they <laughs> murdered someone with bed bugs i'm against Hopefully also the there's person. covid so michael <laughs> don't do it we're in a pandemic oh I'm god advocating that right now I'm just if saying, you could put in a mic drop right now that would be great because i felt it go ahead right, robbie robbie take us home on this topic <laughs> i am le legitimately going back and forth i am oh. i'm actually bouncing so sorry to courtney and mike because i'm not sure where I, I i'm gonna talk it out out loud yes, and i'm not sure where it's it. gonna let me up. see if i hear your process so my first process, as you heard when he, Mike first brought this up, was my audible grunt of disgust because it sounds so gross. McFadden made a really good point um, about whatever his point was. I don't know. It sounded good to me. Why Hotels, didn't No, you, McFadden. Okay. Hotels, all that stuff. Um, 
And I was like, okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm leaning to be for it. And then Wyan came in and he talked about how gross they are. I get it. But here's where I got thrown off track. Wynan, you're a bit of a mattress snob because you stated- I'm a lot of front, things snob. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you stated up front that putting cost aside, some people can't afford it. I don't think you could put that aside. Mattresses Ooh. are expensive. Like we got a mattress that was like, I would say a normal priced new mattress that is of good quality. And it was like 800 bucks. And you could easily get mattresses that are that well over That is a cheap about. mattress for yes, a that lot is, of people. That is exactly my point. And you eight, got a good deal, girl. And, and it's an expensive mattress to a lot of people who yes. don't have a lot of money. Quick, no, quick life 100%. hack. Quick life hack. Costco Black Friday mattress deal. That's, that's how you Shut go. Shut up, really? Okay. Yes, now, now you know. All right, keep going, Robbie. So then here's <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah, there very well could be gross things living on a mattress, but there are. Have okay, let's say there are. <laughs> have you guys never heard of cleaning before? Because for not for mattresses, for carpets, they make something called carpet cleaner. Your carpet could be full of dust mites and and crumbs and dirt and germs. And you take a carpet cleaner and you use that power thing on it and you suction it up and you soap it in there and you get it nice and clean. You could do the same thing. Strip off the top of the mattress, take it down to its bare bones so you just have the base layer of the mattress and just take that suction cleaning vacuum and go to town. You can make it like new. It won't be new, but it will be like new. Can I just pause for you for a second? Mm -hmm. Do you think any 21-year-old straight man is going to be buying all of that carpet cleaning product and doing the major scrub. Because I knew all of you when y'all were 21, 22, <laughs> there's not a shot in hell that you would go. About. You would spend more money on that cleaning no, material you need than you a, would the mattress. You just need some spray Lysol. You need any sort of disinfectant. Oh, God. And then you're good. You're done. Uh, yeah, ideally you get the stains out too, McFadden, but I hear what you're saying. There were no stains. I went and looked at it. I'm not going to buy a gross stained murder mattress. I'm going to buy like, you know, a nice, you know. Pretty sure you bought a gross stained murder mattress. <laughs> All right, Robbie, so we need a position for or against. When you're picking up the mattress, take it into a dark room, put a black light on it. Have a seance. Have a seance. Clean off those 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 love stains and Spirits. you are good to go. It is love good. It is good. I can't. It is reduce, reuse, recycle. Good for the environment. Good for your wallet. I am supporting Mike McFadden. Ah. I am for secondhand mattresses. Yeah, and Can I should I clarify. Just tell you like, one thing. But I don't think one use... thing, Michael. Yes, Michael. Yes. Even Goodwill does not accept. Used mattresses. Let's, All right. let's move along here. <laughs> Robbie, I am uh, eager to jump into this new topic, see if we can uh, shift gears here, maybe get back on the same page. What do you have? All right, sounds good. Well, I'm on the same page as you, McFadden. Don't remember, or please remember I that I've got your back. That. Thank you. You guys can sleep in that mattress together. The funny thing is, I don't know because Michelle bought a, a full-size mattress when she was right out of college and I bought one. Mine was obviously secondhand. And then mm. we lost track of which one. And so we <laughs> might still have it. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, I'm going to jump in here. So as we've been going through this pandemic, people are getting creative with their face coverings. 
And it's becoming like a new article of clothing for some people. You can show off your individuality, your creativity, and you can be fashionable. What I want to know is, are you for or against ultra-luxury COVID-19 face coverings? There are a few examples I want to point out. Louis Vuitton just announced that they are launching a $961 COVID face shield. This is a clear plastic mask that goes in front of your face, but the rim of the mask has the Louis Vuitton lining around it, and there's some other embellishments that make it go from costing about 50 cents to $961. Another example, there's a man in India who decided to create a gold mask that is valued at $4,000, made of pure gold. And an eccentric billionaire has hired an Israeli jewelry company to build for him the most expensive COVID-19 face mask in the world, which will cost him $1.5 million and be encrusted with all sorts of black and white diamonds and other fixtures. So given all these different potential luxury offerings, are you for people shelling out for luxury face coverings during this pandemic? And McFadden, since we are best buds, I want to start with you. Go for it. If I were Louis Vuitton and I could just have a basically a logo and then it becomes whatever I put that logo on a hundred times more expensive than the thing actually is in, in material, you know, costs, then like I'd definitely be for it. I don't get the whole Louis Vuitton thing and especially like the Gucci thing. Like mm. teenage boys are into Gucci. The Supreme face masks. I, I, well, I get Ugh. the Supreme because that's like streetwear because and Fair. it's a little cooler and a lower price point, I would assume. Yeah, but like the Gucci thing, like I don't really lower, lower, lower compared to Louis Vuitton nine hundred sixty one dollars. Right. I don't understand the the teenage boys who are into like couture high end fashion, and I'm going to continue to say couture as many times as I can. <laughs> couture. Um, You're getting better at it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would never buy anything like this. I think it's ridiculous. But um, I know you wouldn't, but are you for people expressing themselves this way, even if it means spending a million dollars or a thousand dollars on their face covering? So at first I was like, what a waste of money, but it, I'm assuming that there's near... million worth of diamonds in the mask. The fact that it is a mask is not what's making it one and a half million dollars. And so like, if you want to, you know, turn, you know, your capital into (laughs) diamonds that you could then sell, like you could, you could then sell those diamonds probably for close to one and a half million dollars. If you're a billionaire and you, you lose, you know, a couple hundred thousand because of depreciation or, or whatever, like, you're probably not going to, you know, care too much. I think it's silly. I think that if you're spending like that much money on a mask, you probably could be allocating your effort towards something better than what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I think for that reason, at first I was going to say, yeah, it's your money. You earned it. Go ahead and do it. But if, if it's your money, and that's what you're buying. You probably didn't earn it. You're probably some spoiled brat who inherited it. And uh, I'm going to say, no, I'm against this. Okay, period. cool. Um, so the, the next two folks, Courtney and Wynand, 
are arguably the two more fashionable people on this podcast. Wine and it's going to argue that it's him, but I'm going to say it's Courtney. So Courtney, I want to hear. No, I'm going to say it's wine and I, I think <laughs> wine and hand down. I think you're a liar. Well, I still um, want to hear from you, Courtney. What do you? Got? I appreciate it. I'm also against spending insane amount of money, uh, you know, for a pandemic gimmick, if you will. However, like as I've been like looking at these pictures and seeing the news and just this like dumpster fire of a year, I'm going to change it to saying I'm for it because if this helps people and the certain special type of people to actually wear a mask, Ooh, good point. then I'm for it you because found the angle. <laughs> here's the angle. It's like, do I need a Louis Vuitton? Like, I know my cousin would totally fall for this crap and be like, I need $900. <laughs> like, you know, because, you know, her other best friends had it and they go to a really rich school, whatever. I'm not <laughs> jealous. But like, if this is going to make like, but also like the man with the gold mask that uh, was in one of the articles, he literally said, I didn't do it for publicity. I'm just found of gold. And he, he's I not even sure. Gold. <laughs> and he said, gold he's like, he's not even back. sure that the gold mask will protect him from COVID. He said, it's not the gold or the cloth mask, but social distancing and hand washing that will protect human beings from coronavirus. So that's his opinion. He's wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> Wear a damn mask. But if this will make him this type of person wear a mask, go spend your money, call Jared, get a diamond encrusted, you know, <laughs> just Jared, you know, that type he of thing. He went to Jared. He went to Jared. Yeah. And you know what? In 50, hopefully sooner years from now, you know, it's going to be at like the Met or whatever famous museum will carry being like, this was the most expensive pandemic mask and it could go money to charity. So I'm taking the positive road on this one. Very good. All right. Michael Winand, what do you think? Uh, you know, so um, I, when I first saw that $1.5 million mask, I was sure <laughs> that it was like a work of art, like commenting on like consumerism, yeah. like, you know, that golden <laughs> toilet uh, from a few years back that got stolen. That was like talking about the, the dangers of excess, but that's not what this is. <laughs> this is a real thing that somebody wants to wear and show off. This is just dangerous excess. It's not so, a commentary on it. <laughs> it's profoundly uh, uh, saddening. But um, I will say that Courtney is right that like rich people are going to always want the best of the best. Um, and so they're, they can have a Louis Vuitton one if they want. Uh, mm. The sad thing That's for me, though, is that um, if they um, this means that these masks are, are not a fleeting thing and this is going to be around for a while, because if these giant corporations are or have enough time to make these things and then put them out into distribution, it means we're going to have masks and covid around for some time. And, and that's what saddens me. I'm against that. And so for that reason, I'm against it. Robbie, did you have a position? <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't really sure, but I'm pretty sure I'm against this. Like, I, I'm, I'm against lavish spending on unnecessary things anyways. But I understand if you want to have something that makes that looks good and makes you feel good. I'm, I'm for that. But if you're going to spend a thousand bucks on a Louis Vuitton plastic shield, there are so many other luxury fashion items you could spend a thousand bucks on that 
uh, you should just like buy a purse for a thousand bucks. That's got to be like the cheapest Louis Vuitton thing. thing there is, too. It is the cheapest <laughs> Louis Vuitton thing, A. B, you're in a pandemic. Where are you going to get dressed up to if you're a certain person, right? So, like, I was at Nordstrom the other day with my mother, and we were like, oh, let's check out the jewelry, let's check out the new clothes. And then we're like, no, why? Because we're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. You're not getting jazzed up. So like this, I like, I totally like morphed my own opinion while I was like reading more <laughs> and getting angrier and angrier that people are like, why aren't they sending this money that is so necessary for multiple charities like Feeding America and whatnot. But at the same time, I see all these people that are not wearing masks or wearing it under their nose, which infuriates me to no end. But like, this is the lavish thing that's in right now, crazily. I'm not saying this is a norm, but I'm saying like, this would be the equivalent to the times of a pandemic purchase, which <laughs> would be either like, like sweats that cost maybe a little more than $10 or a fancy shields from Gucci. Okay, Courtney, admittedly, you are making really good points. Like there are not many this things- This is a first for me. <laughs> <laughs> these are there are not many ways to express ourselves in terms of our fashion these days because we're not out no. doing things. Having said that, this looks so douchey. It looks and really bad. When you, you post bad. on when you post on Instagram, please include this picture of this model wearing the Louis Vuitton mm. face mask mm -hmm. because everyone should see this looks so damn douchey. And if you're wearing this, you are a douche. I'm against. <laughs> All right, I think we've exhausted this topic. <laughs> Before we wrap up for the evening, it's time for a quick lightning round. And I think we're, we're this is a long episode. So we're going to make this a really fast lightning round. Uh, one of us will pose a topic. Me, uh, well, five uh, subtopics off of a previous topic, rather. Uh, and we will respond in rapid uh, succession. Uh, this week, I, again, am leading the segment. And it's going to be based off of the idea of secondhand goods. And we're going to go Robbie, Courtney, Mike. Um, are you for or against buying a secondhand couch? Robbie. I am for reduce, reuse, recycle. Courtney? Against. Coitus. <laughs> Mike. Seconded. Courtney. Against. <laughs> okay. Uh, second topic. Um, dinnerware, like a plate, bowl, cup, glass, silverware. Robbie? I'm very for it. That is very easy to clean. Throw it in a dishwasher. Four. Okay. Robbie? I mean, Courtney? I'm Courtney. Uh, Super four, you can wash it, you can soak it, do it. <laughs> I was hoping you are going to say against coitus. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I had an opportunity. Yeah. Michael. Four. Okay. Uh, a toaster, coffee maker, or other small kitchen appliance. Robbie? Well, these are inexpensive enough that you can afford a $20 toaster on your own. But having said that, I'd rather not go into the landfill. Reduce, reuse, recycle. I'm four. Okay. Courtney? I'm going to say against. If you watch uh, This Is Us, you'll understand why. Oh. On the account of a uh, slow hazard. cooker, right? Fire hazard. Slow cooker, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and Michael. Poor Jack. Uh, I treat my uh, toaster oven so poorly. It's so gross <laughs> in there. No one would ever want that. Uh, but sure, if you want it, go for it. Four. <laughs> All right. Uh, buying a second hand or a used dog, a pet. <laughs> Used dog, <laughs> <laughs> or, or or some people call rescuing. <laughs> who rescued who, Mike? 
Oh, no, I hate that bomb service sticker so much. Robbie, go ahead. Use dog. Uh, (laughs) Reduce, reuse, recycle. I'm for. Courtney? For coitus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Very well done. Uh, Michael. Uh, uh, Roscoe is a used dog. Uh, He's the best. (laughs) Four. All right. Now, um, this last one is a half bottle of soap. What? Why? <laughs> Say you're at a garage sale and you've got half of a. I saw a lady trying to sell one egg and then also <laughs> use like college ruled note papers. So okay. I'm sure somewhere this is for sale. It so, is. It, so like the, the the essence of this is like, is it gross or is because it's soap? It's self cleaning. <laughs> Would you buy secondhand half used dish soap, Robbie? No, because the the soap gets this nasty soap scum and fingers that get on the top part that you press down and it like bubbles up around there. Oh, that's so gross. Like <laughs> you can't have enough soap to make it less gross. No, I'm against that. Courtney? No to dirty soap. And Michael? Against, please. <laughs> Michael, have you been against everything except for dogs? Uh, I was, yeah, I think Before- so. Nah, no, no, I like into... cutlery, cutlery. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> have you turned into the old man? Get off my lawn. Yeah, maybe. It's awesome. <laughs> I would do other fur- wooden furniture. I'd be for chairs. Yes. That'd be okay. If you're still listening, please consider telling a friend about for or against. We really enjoy making these shows, but we are way more likely to keep making them if someone is listening on the other end. If you haven't yet, please write a review on Apple Podcasts and connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and our Facebook page at for or against pod. Thanks for everything. Bye. Just old friends on the podcast who build a defense On ridiculous topics that you for or against Discussing random issues, man, this show is immense So tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence Man, we debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars You listening now to for or against So turn the volume up, this is for or against